T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. So just so I'm clear, the White House is now taking credit for gas prices coming down. I I just want to check it off of my list. That's all. I mean, I I was on this, hey, it's Putin's fault. And uh, if if we're changing things now, that's fine. I just, you know, I like to get the notes ahead of time, so I'm not surprised. I I did tell you yesterday. I had to give credit to uh, President Biden for taking out al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri. He gets the credit for it. This is the way this works. You know who else I have to tip my hat to? You're not going to believe it. Nancy Pelosi setting foot in Taiwan. Good for her. I I don't want us having the uh, communist Chinese pulling our strings. Say, no, you can't go there. You can't go there. We'll talk more about the, uh, the, the mass shooting that wasn't, because it never was. Uh, another unbelievable screw-up on the part of uh, Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney. And I just cannot believe here in my own beloved Hanover County, the T-shirts that were created for a teaching event, that as I looked at the shirts, I thought, hmm, nobody caught that? Nobody looked at that and said, we know that you don't mean it, but boy, that image looks an awful lot like a swastika. We'll uh, we'll tackle that. And our friend Ben Dennis from uh, ABC8 is going to be along at 4.05, the very latest on what he is uncovering as we speak on the RPD matter, the mayor matter about Dogwood Dell, and now the Commonwealth's attorney, Colette McEachin, saying all that stuff the mayor said, all that stuff the chief of police said, none of it was correct. None of it. We didn't have evidence of anything, and we've dropped all of our charges. (sighs) And uh, tomorrow, Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI, is going to be sitting in front of a Senate committee to answer some questions that uh, will probably be somewhat uncomfortable. Now, you know, I am blessed to have as friends many current as well as retired members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I think the world of these men and women, I I think they are truly the best of the best. And uh, I read a book 
not too long ago that uh, just blew me away. It's very, very funny. It's called Disorderly Conduct. John Iannarelli uh, is the retired FBI special agent who wrote that, and I, I wanted to bring him in on that, but uh, the timing is rather fortuitous for me anyway, uh, with the director going uh, in front of the Senate. Uh, John, first of all, welcome, my friend. Good to have you here. Thanks for having me today. Uh, let's. Uh, do you want to start with the ugly stuff first? Christopher Ray going in front of the Senate. What's your sense? Well, it's going to be an interesting day for Chris Ray. I uh, I know he receives a lot of criticism as FBI director, but I will tell you, I think he's doing an excellent job keeping the seat warm for a future FBI director that will come in and actually help the bureau go in the direction it's supposed to go. He's really been nothing more than a placeholder and a yes man for the current administration. And I'd like to see the FBI in the day of old where agents were non-political and they went out and did their job. That, Jeff, you know, that's the rank and file agents out there. The problem is it's the leadership and the leadership needs to change. That is absolutely true. When we talk about the brick agents, those men and women who go out there every single solitary day, I have heard it from the first time I encountered an FBI agent. And it's, I, I don't know, 30-plus years ago when I was a little baby police officer in Philadelphia. Uh, The terminology may have been different through the years, but it was this. The FBI agents are politically agnostic. They're going after anybody who's a bad guy, and now that image has been compromised. You're absolutely correct. I will tell you, there was a time I was an agent at headquarters living in the great state of Virginia, and somebody had come by running for a local council office, wanted to put a sign in my yard, And I said, absolutely not. We don't take positions on anything, even if it doesn't involve a political party. We are absolutely neutral in these issues. Sadly, you see a lot of the upper management expressing their political views and agendas. And that's tragic because the people, the taxpayers deserve better. And I assure you, the men and women who are agents and supporting the FBI want to be exactly that. But they're being pushed in directions they should not be. You, you talk about Chris Ray sort of being a, uh, a placeholder. So you do hold out hope, my friend, that uh, a new director at some point is appointed who really can right the ship. I do. I think it all begins with leadership. And that's what it was in the day of old with the FBI. You yeah. followed the leader. And that set the tenor and course of where the agency should go. I see so much nonsense. So, for example, the investigation of parents that all began with Loudoun County. Uh, you hear about we have cases across the country. Let me ask the obvious question. How many people have you actually investigated and arrested? It's all political nonsense. There's probably one or two cases, and I question as to whether should it, there should even be one or two cases. Yeah. If there's a problem, it's probably a state crime matter, not a federal matter. FBI resources are being used in areas they should not. Meanwhile, you kill a terrorist the other day, you best believe there's going to be repercussions. That's where the FBI needs to be putting your efforts and focus, not on these local issues that are nonsense. Hey, John, give us a, a little insight. I mentioned uh, your book. It's called Disorderly Conduct, uh, subtitled The Oddities of My 20-Year Life as an FBI Special Agent. And it's it, it's a great read. It's a funny read in many cases. Your sense of humor comes through. Uh, but but go back in time. Your your work in the Oklahoma City bombing, right? What what what, what was your what was your role there? What was the the sense of the bureau at that point? So at the time, I was stationed in Michigan, and the persons who had planned the bombing had a farm up in that area of the country. 
So there was a lot of planning and plotting and people that needed to be interviewed, details that needed to be tracked down, and most importantly, making sure nobody else was involved and had similar follow-up plans. There were a lot of agents thrown at this case. There were a thousand of us across the country working in different ways, and it was all a very dedicated, coordinated effort. It was all about the mission, keeping people safe. And that's where I feel politically we've strayed from, and I'd like to see us return to that. What about 9-11? How did the Bureau change as a result of what we saw on September the 11th, 2001? Boy, things changed overnight, and rightfully so. I had the pleasure of working with Director Mueller on his first day in office, which was just a week before 9-11. And the focus was on criminal matters and bringing criminals to justice. 9-11 came and we realized the gaps in intelligence and the focus on counterterrorism that need to be put into place. But I think it's important to point out for the listeners, Jeff, the FBI doesn't get to pick and choose what we want to work. It's all decided by Congress. And prior to Director Mueller, Louis Free had been the FBI director and had lobbied Congress for more agents to work counterterrorism, he wanted hundreds of agents to focus on the international threats. Congress responded by giving him the authority to assign five agents to counterterrorism. So, again, a lot of it is not just the FBI, but it's a wake-up call for those in government to make sure we're getting the resources that the FBI needs and enabled to do the job they need to do. John Iannarelli is joining us. By the way, the website is FBIJohn.com, FBIJohn.com. I've been talking about your book, Disorderly Conduct, and I realize it's it's actually just your, your, your latest tome, right? That's correct. I've written a couple other books, most of which were very serious about cybersecurity and what to do if you think somebody may be involved in terrorism or active shooter, how you can handle those situations. But on disorderly conduct, I wanted to give the public a side view of what the life in law enforcement is like. And I will tell you, any cop out there, any FBI agent, any state trooper, they'll all tell you the same things. You have a front row seat to the funniest things in life that no one else will ever see. I wanted to put all that together. And in the time when we're talking about defunding the police, I wanted to humanize what the job of police is. I'll tell you something, John. I, I look at your career first as a, a police officer driving a cruiser around in San Diego and you become an attorney, you know, classic overachiever that you are. Uh, but I, 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 through the years, have been asked, hey, Jeff, you're, you used to be a cop. What's the closest television show to, uh, to the real world of policing? I always thought it was Barney Miller. I always thought it was the humorous side of it. And I think disorderly conduct really steps up to the plate on that. You are dead on. It's definitely not the dragnet. While we're no. the, we're dedicated and we want to hunt the bad guys down, it's the day-to-day humorous stuff that we remember. And that's what we talk about in our years after the job or yep. when we gather in bars and barbecues after work. It was about who did what to whom or how funny was this. And that's something that the public doesn't see. We're all human beings. And most people in law enforcement, aside from the fact we got there because we want to help others, we've got great senses of humor. I wanted to share that with others. 
Sure. It's a great read. Hey, John, I want to get you back, if you don't mind. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks down, I want to get your sense of how uh, Director Ray acquitted himself. And I, I, I neglected to mention you were actually the national spokesman for the Bureau at one point, correct? That is correct. Shortly after 9-11, I was brought back to headquarters and uh, worked as a spokesperson dealing with all the issues for which the Bureau was uh, working around the world. All right. Well, I want to get you back or get your professional analysis, if you don't mind. And uh, I want folks to go and get a copy of Disorderly Conduct. I'm telling you, it's a great read. FBIJohn.com, the best place to get a book? It is a great place to get a book. You can also go on Amazon and most booksellers as well. I love it, John. Thank you for being here. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Take care. Thank you, sir. That is John Iannarelli. He's a retired FBI special agent. You heard what he had to say about Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI. Christopher Wray is going to be in front of the United States Senate tomorrow answering questions about the Hunter Biden investigation or realistically the lack of a Hunter Biden investigation. And what does John Iannarelli say? He says Chris Wray is a good placeholder. He wants some kick to the curb. He wants somebody else in there who's going to restore the Bureau to the uh, to the luster that it had. Well, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow what uh, Chris Ray has to say about uh, political machinations inside the FBI. Great stuff. Again, his website, FBIJohn.com. FBIJohn.com. You and I will talk more about the attack on Doug Woodell that apparently was never actually the case. Ben Dennis from 8 News, ABC 8, will be along at 4.05, the very latest on what he has uncovered. What did the mayor know? When did he know it? These are issues. These are questions. We've got to ask them. We've got to get answers. 346, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.